0: are listening to the Unleashing the Church podcast, and today I have with me a special guest who um, oversees our Kids Monthly Six ministry, uh, Allison Bauman. It's good to have you here today with me.
1: Thanks. It's great to be here.
0: And uh, just as a little bit of the backstory is that we're going on the 20th year of pastoring at Columbus Road, and, and Scott, her husband, and Allison have been here. 19 and a half or something like that of them. And so we've watched our children grow up in the church. And uh, this ministry that we're going to talk about, I think all of our kids, my, my four and no, maybe not Matt, but eight of the, eight of the nine, I think, yeah. have been through it. Yeah. So just uh, let's start by you explaining what is Kids 156. <clears throat>
1: well, Kids 156 is a ministry of... Um, for kids, and the one five six comes from the verse Psalm one hundred and fifty, verse six, that says, "Let everything that has breath praise the Lord." So it's just a. It started off as a ministry actually for teenagers, um, and then we started shifting it to including the younger age kids. So now it's from kindergarten all the way up through sixth grade.
0: Well, tell me a little bit about how it came into being um a little bit of the history
1: so i was thinking about this and like when we actually started and i believe it was in 2006 2007 and it would have been with um our previous pastor's wife um associate pastor's wife Julie Westcott and so she started directing these musicals or um you know different programs it's always a drama with integrating music into it, and I was her assistant to begin with. And then, just as time went on, and then they God called them to um back to Ohio, right? Yep, Ohio. Um, and then I've just carried it on, and I've got, had tons of help, yeah. lots of people coming alongside and helping.
0: Ha- have you ever? Like thought what the the actual number of kids that have been a part of it like the sum total if they're wow. thirty 30 in each group probably yeah. average yeah wow
1: that's a yeah that's
0: a yeah. lot of kids several hundred kids have been through this and yeah. and that's why I thought it would be a great podcast simply because of the fact that you know many churches are looking to answer the question how how do you equip and disciple children hmm. and usually. We we tend to, in the West, go down the track of throw them a book, sit them in front of a teacher, and that's <clears throat> yeah. how they're discipled. And this is something dramatically different from that. Yes. So let's just get there uh, real quickly. How do we equip children through the Kids 156 experience?
1: Well, <clears throat> so, I mean, this ministry specifically, I mean... There's a lot of programs out there for kids that are good at drama or good at music or singing or certain talent, um, like within communities. But at our church, this is for all kids, whether they are specifically talented in, in music and drama or not, because kids of all ages enjoy music. They all enjoy music, and they enjoy moving and expressing themselves whether they're super great at singing or not, um, and this is a great opportunity for us to actually help teach them, and their are learning in these skills. And um, it's just it's great for stage presence, and you know, teaches them at an early age to have confidence and to you know stand with their shoulders back and their heads tall, and that they have a purpose in a ministry. They're not just being ministered to. There's so many kids programs where the adults are pouring into them, which is great, but this is an opportunity for them to, oh, I'm practicing, I'm working every single week, and they have the opportunity to be ministers back to our church family and to the community, because we always invite it, and, you know, and there's lots of people that come from the community, and just we as adults get to sit back and be blessed by these kids pouring into us. It's just, it's truly amazing. Yeah,
0: this this last year, which was, um,
1: what was the theme again? Um, <sighs> I'm trying to think. Um, the big... Oh, yeah. The big, big story of the
0: Bible. The big, big story of the Bible. Yes. Yeah. And I was, I mean, and my kids are long gone. I don't have grandkids on the stage. Just I've watched the littles... From our church, and I was tearing up with the gospel that they were presenting. Yes, so clearly and so yes. effectively, I thought it would be good if we just kind of like, like verbally paint a picture of what what it what it looks like. So it it they're, they're working on it like how many weeks? Twelve weeks?
1: Yes, yeah, twelve or thirteen weeks. It's over the entire summer. Every single Sunday night, we work for an hour and a half, okay. and we work in. You know, we have, we have a snack time, you know, we give them breaks and, and all of those things. But our concentrated practicing is probably 30 or 40 minutes where we are going over the songs. And I always do hand motions, and I always love to include sign language whenever I can.
0: Um, and that's for the collective groups doing that. All, everybody's involved in that part of it, the songs.
1: Yes, yes, the entire choir. Um, that Every kid that's a part of Kids 156, everyone is singing every song and doing all the motions. Then we have specific tryouts for those that are maybe a little bit better at singing. We try to include little solo parts here and there, um, which is also just great practice for them getting ready for adulthood. And in service and ministry, um, and then we also have like a drama section too, um, and they audition. So they go, we go through an audition process, um, which is a great experience too. Um, they're nervous, and you know the whole the whole thing. And um, so then they they meet and they practice and they learn their lines, um, and we always include scripture in addition to the the lines that we do. Um, I definitely feel like that's an important part where kids come up and they're quoting different Bible verses that go with each song that we sing. Um, so each week we practice. And every single Sunday night I'm on my drive home, you know, I've got that forty minute drive home. I am pretty much in tears just because I am the director. They're singing to me, just following my moves. And I am so full and so blessed at them pouring into me. And then it just builds the excitement as we go, realizing that the crowd is going to experience this at the end of the summer when we present this. It's just, right. it's, it's really
0: it's amazing. It's really, an amazing, in some experience. ways, it's backwards to a lot of uh, program driven uh, ministry where the, the kids are learning how to minister. Yes. The adults attend to be ministered yeah. to. And and just so if, if there's somebody out there listening, our entire church will attend this. Mm-hmm. It's not just a like a, for the parents of, of the children, but we have generations now that have been a part of it. So as they're young adults, they're going to make sure they're they're supporting the ones coming up behind them. Let's talk a, a moment about relationship building. Uh, it's such a part of our our uh, church family. How do you see relationships developed, and that's you know adult to children, child to child, um, bringing in other people to minister alongside of you just the the whole dynamic how are relationships developed?
1: Well, I mean you know it's like a any team activity when you're working together for a common goal um it is just, it's a great group to be a part of. So there's a lot of encouragement. Um, anytime the soloists sing in practice, all of the kids are encouraging them and like, that was such a good job. And and same with the, the acting parts and <clears throat> the adult workers. There's lots of adult workers that come and help and they are encouraging to each other, but also to the kids and the kids are to them. There is every single week that we are done with practice i will have several of the kids thanking me saying thank you miss allison thank you so much for tonight like they're encouraging to me and thanking me for for my service and for my you know direction in it just very very um sweet to see <clears throat> um and <clears throat> the oldest kids i was trying to think the oldest kids that they're getting close to 30. Mm. 29, 30 years old now, and I still have good relationships and so do all the other people that have worked, all the adults that have worked with these kids now adults. We're we still have this really neat connection. The bond, isn't definitely, because yeah. when you've worked that many weeks and you put together this production that takes so much blood and sweat, you know, because of mm. like our set um like the backdrop backgrounds, or the, you know, if we need a boat for a scene, or we need somebody to create some ocean waters over here. For I mean, one year just...
0: didn't we have a horse come through? The... Yes,
1: a horse, <laughs> the live horse. Yes, <laughs> I mean we've had, you know, just we just come up with these ideas and like, you know, what could we do this? And people from the congregation are like, you know what? Yes, I have a horse, or <laughs> I can build a boat, or we could make wheels or we could do a pulley system and we've had some pretty cool sets and that again it's just another opportunity for people to use their gifts
0: cross-generational <clears> working <throat> yes. together for ministry yes um, which has a huge payoff up the road that we've seen as you uh, as a as a church attempts to pass the baton it's easier to do that when you've already um, worked and developed relationships and mentored the people behind you mm-hmm. to really watch them take the next steps into into leadership. Yeah. So, Allison, how much would would something like this cost? Because I, usually, when it comes down to to listening to somebody's idea that that comes up like, what is the cost? That's a physical financial cost.
1: Well, I mean. For us, it's mainly supported by the the church. I mean, we purchase a curriculum. There's different companies out there that have, you know, curriculum ideas, so we can purchase the curriculum. Um, but then the rest of it, we just the the church family just kind of pitches in, and you know, like I said, using the different gifts and abilities, we just create so whatever we can. It Everybody nothing. just
0: <laughs> no other I mean, than it's, I it, mean, if you're already buying curriculum, it's just yeah. And that's we're what just we adding do, to it is we're adding to our our base curriculum in terms of children's discipleship which every church would say they you know fully believe in. this is a way where it's reverse in terms of what and how they're being mentored or equipped. So the cost is minimal yeah. and oh yeah and certainly you could reach out to us if you're listening to this uh, podcast today. Unleashing the Church podcast, and my email is allbobsemail at gmail.com. Just like it sounds, allbobsemail at com. if you have questions, or you can call our church in Quincy Columbus Road Church. A couple more questions before we uh, finish this up, and that is, how has Kids 156 affected weekly ministry?
1: <clears throat> well, when I think of this the young adults that we have now serving in our church currently they were once these kids 156 members that is where they got connected and when they re- when a child realizes at a young age cuz there's something about okay well yeah I'll serve when I become an adult and there there's this this mindset that's really not correct we can start serving the moment we become believers yeah. and, and positively affect the body of Christ. And so these kids, when they realize, huh, I'm actually... Now, this is something that we remind them. Why are we doing this? Hmm. Why are we doing this, guys? We are practicing. Yes, we want to do a great job, but we are doing this to be a blessing, to honor God, first of all, but also to be a blessing to the hearers. And when they see, wow, I'm actually doing a ministry and I'm seven? And yeah, they are. They're making a difference. So there's something about that that clicks. And I think it makes a big difference in how then they continue right. serving.
0: I would agree with you. I think that the statistics out there that 86% of all 18 to 25 year olds that grew up in church are presently not in church, which saddens me a lot. And I... I um I kind of work very hard as a pastor to to do whatever whatever we can to to fill in the gap there. And I have found that that has not been the case um, at our church. I don't know what our percentage would be, but few come to mind that are not actively attending church. At least I think there's a lot a lot of them that have.
1: And most are s- yes serving, serving in church, actively and, serving, and yes. committed.
0: Yes. And I believe, as you said, it goes all the way back to yeah. uh, their parents first. We know that. Sure. But we're coming alongside the parents at early ages mm-hmm. and equipping these kids to, to do ministry, to be a part of the local church. So that, that's that been a neat thing. You know, the other thing that I thought of, Allison, is all the, the young people that have come through Columbus Road that may not be here today that those gifts and ability abilities were recognized mm-hmm. when they were six, seven years old and now we're watching them all over the country leading worship and in, right in, in some pretty significant ways in some pretty significant places. Yes. And I just I always smile because I you know I've never really said it, but that all started with kids 156. Yes. Yes. So it's a it's a neat deal to to see that. Um how have you how how have you seen um, that work out here at Columbus Road in terms of like uh, ministry that you see people doing specifically here now, uh, maybe through our praise teams or through any any ministry that's a, that we have going, and even maybe pouring back into Kids One Fifty Six. Do we have anybody that has served in Kids One Fifty Six that was in?
1: Yes, one fifty six. Oh yes.
0: So we so there's actually a generational oh, full, full thing. circle moment yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Just We've tell had, me a minute about that.
1: Well, a lot of um, because once they get out of kids one fifty six, when they age out, they are very sad because it's something they start when. Now you can actually start. We have allowed as young as three, three and four year olds. Right. Normally, maybe one or two songs, but based on their ability and their level of being able to stand still and participate, sure. like you know what, this kid can handle it. He's going to stay up there the whole time. So the la- this last summer, we right. had the majority of them mm. were five. Wow, I mean it was the youngest group I've ever had. Yeah, and they were amazing. So yeah. when so if they they start when they're three, four, five, so they're in there and then they age out sixth grade. They're like, Miss Allison, what are we going to do now? We like. We you gotta you gotta do something with the teenagers, which I would love to do, develop an, yeah. a, another yeah, program another that's tier. similar, you know. But so I'm like, you know what? You can help me. Mm-hmm. So I've had several of them come back and like help me lead, and maybe they come up with emotions for just one song. And so they're still invested and able to serve and pour back in. You know, they were just where the kids were, and now they're helping to lead. That's happened many
0: times. Well. I just want to thank you for all that you've done along the way, and certainly at Columbus Road, it's done in family and community and a team, but you leading this team has been invaluable, and we look forward to many days of Kids 156. If you have questions, again, you can email me at allbobsemail at gmail.com, and uh, thank you for coming, Allison. Lord bless you.